Daryl McKeever. Moments in motivation. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to all and everyone. Regardless of who you are, how you are, or where you are, greetings and welcome to Moments in Motivation. This is your podcast host, Daryl McKeever. I'm here for you to present short lessons and discussions that empower, encourage, and challenge today's Christian and non-Christian listeners to find greatness within themselves. No subject is taboo as societal, current events, and spiritual topics are discussed. Moments in Motivation is designed to fuel your personal journey forward, help develop a greater introspection, a larger sense of inclusion, and the goal will always be a closer walk with Christ. So let's enjoy our time together and hopefully explore and share some mind-opening dialogue. in the basement in my home A flight of stairs is way too close Welcome Come my people, welcome, welcome, welcome to Moments in Motivation I'm Daryl McKeever, your podcast host And in the background, you hear a wonderful young vocalist I came across about a week ago, Miss Joy Oladukan, 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 I hope I'm saying her name correctly, because she deserves mad respect on her name, she is just, I find her just fabulous, please take a moment to Google her, learn about her, learn about her music, this cut, the name of this cut is Breathe Again. A truly heart-wrenching, deep, beautiful piece that will truly touch you. I want to sing the song myself. I want to sing along, but I don't know the song yet. I so I don't know the lyrics, but I will. I will, Miss Joy. I'm going. No, I'm going to learn your song. It inspired me. The song inspired me to talk about some heartfelt things that some heartfelt realities that I feel need discussion. So we're going to talk about those things in our platform here today. No, I do not own the rights to the music, but I had to share her. Please check her out. Miss Joy Oladakun. You know, as we start this episode today, I've got to, I've got to say, I'm going to take a few steps down the rabbit hole. A few steps underground, a few steps in darkness. In other words, I got to talk a little bit about some bad stuff. Reason being, we are living a nightmare. In America today, the U.S., we are living in a nightmare. And the nightmare should be called the planet Earth. To date, the shutdown of our planet is started approximately one year ago. We're now in mid-March. And if you're here with me now, if you're here listening to this podcast, you have survived 
all hats off to you. Like my good friend, Pastor Mike Brown would say, all hats off. I salute you. You have made it. We have made it. Due to your strength and your fortune, you have survived. What is it you survived? You have survived a virus and pandemic that rivals statistics of a world war. But unlike a world war, there was no end in sight. See, with a world war, you logically know that the killing one day will be over. Once some sort of negotiation or truce can be made, the war will eventually come to an end. You just need for one side to concede. In the war against COVID, there was no concession. The angel of death of COVID kept taking lives faster and faster and faster the moment you put your guard down. And you know, I talk, I speak as if we're talking past tense, only because there's a small bit of light at the end of this long tunnel. Now that we've got the vaccine going, many Americans are being vaccinated and things are starting to trend uh, upward, shall I say. But we still have pockets. We still have pockets because of stubbornness, refusal to go by guidelines, refusals to wear masks. 500,000 Americans have died to this date, which again, I say, is approximately one year since we confirmed the first cases on our American soil. 500,000 cases is close to the population of Atlanta, just to give some form of perspective, mathematical perspective. You know, with our country in such divide, I had to hesitate and reiterate the few words, our American soil. In today's climate, we seem to have this war going on. The Patriots versus everyone else, which is just much too scary to believe. We not only have a struggle for our black and brown skinned Americans, but now a surgence and resurgence of pure hatred, bigotry, and racism geared and aimed towards our Asian Americans which is totally maddening. Physical violence, stabbings, beatings, deaths toward Asian Americans. And the statistics are showing that those that are being attacked are primarily older Asian Americans and primarily female. Unbelievable. We're surviving, we're surviving this struggle. During this time, we have witnessed a former president that led a base as if he were their cult leader. And that cult leader rallied his followers with the mantra of racism, bullyism, confederatism as they stormed the nation's capital while brandishing, that word again, the name of patriots. Mm. We're all suffering through this time, and it seems to be more of a script from a science fiction play more than real life. <laughs> Told you guys I was gonna travel down the rabbit hole. 
Let me bring this up, though. Let me bring this up. Our nation's women are now under illumination. But the illumination is not good this time. Our women, our American women, have been deemed the spotlight due to the struggle. And as the cliche goes, the struggle is real. 2.5 million women have left the workforce due to family survival, loss of jobs, loss of income. Not due to there being some promised land, some land of milk and honey that our women are able to gravitate to and work toward. They're trying to hold on to their families. A large percentage of these casualties are mothers and homemakers. And not to bring any particular illumination to women of color. But I do mention close to 80% of black homes are run by single women. So, just with this American statistic alone, there has to be a very distinctive blow though to those communities and families of color. But this pandemic is not concerned with demographics, race, ethnicity, religion, economic status, politics. It's not concerned. It has its own angel of death that swings us fiery sword and pummels any living being standing in the wake of COVID-19. Okay, I've traveled down the rabbit hole, but here I am, I'm coming back up. I want to attack two points of conversation. One point of attack will be our overall mental health and stability. It's impossible not to be affected on some measure as our nation is enduring this worldwide catastrophe. I am affected, you are affected, we are affected. It has an effect. Our community mental health has gone through challenges, to say the least. Heartache is a reality. Depression is a reality. Feeling lost, confused, anxious are all part of reality. It's important to remember that seeking out help, help for the mind, help for the mind, is crucial and critical and it is a first step to being greater. Crying, venting, self-searching are all healthy aspects and sometimes, sometimes we need a trained professional to help us get to that greater clarity. In too many situations, men in particular, we shy away from seeking assistance and are not comfortable in showing vulnerability. Over this past year, you've had to learn vulnerability. We have all been vulnerable. We have to be able to show these things and share these things. And my finger is pointing at our men because we, for some reason, don't want to show any signs of weakness. People of color many times create cultural stigmas attached to seeking help in search of mental health. That's real also. We have to surpass some of the stigma. We have to surpass 
these perhaps excuses, external excuses, and really work toward finding mental relief and greater health. You know, it's not uncommon. Many Christians will not seek out professional help either. But if we keep our feet grounded and work in realism, we discover that, see, church is not enough for anyone truly suffering from a psychological wound. And I'm not saying that the psychological wound has happened over this year. We're talking about years, decades of hurt, pain, misfortune, fears. Notice, I did not say that Christ is not enough. I distinctly said church is not enough. See, the building, the building itself, the church building, or the congregation sitting inside hosts no supernatural powers. Even your pastor, the one you love, your teacher, him prophesying over you, you'll do great things in the Lord, or someone else having having a word for you, will not erase or heal the traumas, hurdles, and pains that we have faced through life. We need greater health, and many times that can only come with professional help. There is no substitution for great health, whether it's physical or mental. If our bodies become ill, we seek a physician and follow whatever advice and medication that's prescribed to us. Why aren't we doing the same thing with our emotional health? If we believe that God is truly in charge, why can't we believe that he has blessed particular men and women with gifts and talents to study the sciences in order to become physicians and counselors? These physicians and counselors have developed skills and learned information that can aid us. If you believe that God orders your steps, won't he guide you to the proper professionals to aid you in your quest for better health? If you're a truly praying person, wouldn't you ask him to help you in finding the proper person, finding an effective physician or counselor? James 1.5 tells us, as I just dip very quickly to scriptural, scriptural uh, information, James 1.5 tells us, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. I mentioned that any request for help needs to start with God. Being prayerful, communication, his leadership. Any request of wisdom needs to start with an all-knowing and loving God. And you need wisdom in finding the proper person that can help you. Science is real. There are men and women who are blessed with the gift of working and studying the sciences. Use them. Let me go to another point. 
I told you I had two points today that I wanted to drive home. In this unbelievable time of emotional drought, we have an obligation to hone in on ourselves and take an introspective look at who we are and how we are. In the midst of this investigation, it's my hope that you'll see the greatness and potential within yourself. I always say, you too can be greater. And I believe you can. But it's up to you to take the risk and the chances to see your dream or dreams come true. And I did say risk and I did say chances and that can be scary. But if you fail, so to say, that's not a crime. The crime is never taking the foot forward to try. That's the crime. Whatever you desire, whatever it is, whether it's business, education, a new home, a home improvement project, it doesn't matter. Take the first steps in making the dream an actuality. And that's regardless of what anybody else has to say. The Apostle Paul, you know, while being held in the Mamertine prison, notorious Mamertine prison, awaiting execution, Mamertine was described as a 15-foot dungeon, historically known for the filth and brutality. It's there that he wrote the letter to Timothy. Paul was virtually walking dead, only being held captive to await execution, but still able to encourage and push Timothy to the forefront through a letter. 2 Timothy, I'm going scriptural again. 2 Timothy 1.6 reads, For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the Spirit of God, for the Spirit God gave us, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And we have heard so much, you've heard so many times, random Christian or pastors say, I do not have a spirit of fear. But listen, let's go back. Let's take the layers off of that. Not having a spirit of fear as a reference really goes to self-love. Self-love and faith in what God has given you the talents he's given you, the strength he's given you, the wisdom he's given you, the abilities he's given you. No individual should be afraid to step out on those talents. You must realize that he has empowered you, he is willing to empower you and motivate you. And he motivates you through his love. He motivates you through his dedication to you 
as we have to make sure that we stay dedicated to his ways and his teachings and always want to move forward. Have faith in him. He has always had faith in us. Don't be afraid to step out and try. Don't be afraid to make dreams come true. Don't be afraid to use your talents that he has given you. He will guide you. He will support you. All you have to do is ask him. I wanted to spring some positive into our words, into our lives this week. And so I hope that I've done done that. You know, I want to give a special shout out because a a special shout out to a good friend and a great supporter, Miss Ava Foster. Ava has been a tremendous support to me and many of my projects, and she continues to support the podcast. The listening audience has grown. Listen, we've got brothers and sisters in Russia, Germany, um, the UK, all throughout the states, especially Philly. Yes, indeed, Philadelphia. Bahia Delpia, as, as, as the Latin term goes. Bahia Delpia Maneta, Mother Philadelphia. But Ava, you know, one of the reasons why I love Ava, Ava, uh, professionally, she was a correctional officer. That's tough work, baby. They, you got to be tough to do that work. But, you know, when I spoke to her, and she worked in a men's, a men's facility, and when I spoke to her about that, she let me know that one of the reasons and one of the ways that the men respected her and gravitated to her was not because of her toughness, but she showed them love. She gave them, he, she gave them reasoning. He, she gave them love. And they respected her on those terms alone. They knew that they could turn to her when they needed a fair ear and real justice. So definitely shout out to Ava. You can contact me. Listen, I want you to get my new book, Rewired, The Quest to Become Closer with Christ. I want you to get that. It's good reading, easy reading. You can find it Apple Books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Definitely check it out. Share me. Share the podcast. If you're getting good words, if you're getting good information, share the podcast. Tell your friends. Tell other people. You can find me on Twitter, at Daryl McKeever. So reach out. Shout out. You can find me on Facebook. I'm going to start another page, a Moments in Motivation page. On, on Facebook so you so you easily can connect I've enjoyed this time I love y'all I believe in y'all you too can be greater just believe in it until the next time we meet my only word is peace Thank you for listening to Moments in Motivation. Bye-bye.